Good morning or good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is your host of 3x3 Hustle Hype, Greg Hive, current Australian 3x3, 3x3 squad member, Asian Cup gold medalist and World Cup participant. And I'm very excited to introduce, well, not only one guest, but two guests, and that is the dynamic duo, uh, the Palouf sisters from Canada. Greetings, guys. How are we all going? Doing great. Doing great out here. Thanks for having us. No, absolute pleasure. First off, um, I mean, we just spoke about it off air, but whereabouts are you guys? I imagine you guys are back in Canada. I mean, how are you dealing with the whole COVID-19 situation and, and all those dynamics? Yeah, we've been, we're back in Canada. We're back home. Um, so that's been good. We've been here for about three, four weeks. Um, we came back from France after our seasons got cancelled, but we're in the same boat as a lot of other athletes in the world so just figuring it figuring it out of course you're staying in in good nick good shape as they say from australia yeah we're trying to i mean yeah. we were in france we couldn't do much we had to stay within a kilometer of your residence yeah. so yeah. It really it was it was tough um, but now we're back in Canada, Edmonton, Alberta, and we're able to obviously be outside more. So it's just kind of the equipment we have. Um, yeah, but we're we're doing our best. Sometimes it's hard to stay motivated, but, <laughs> but we're doing Absolutely good. Now, obviously, take a stripper all the way back. Uh, Catherine, you're the number four ranked women's player in the world. And Michelle, you're the number nine and one and three, um, respectively, in, in, in Canada, women's basketball. Let's take it all the way back to, yeah, I guess both your, your basketball journeys. Not any of us 3x3 players started playing 3x3. So how did it all start in terms of 5-on-5? Five five? Where do you attend college? I mean, how did you get into it? Well, <laughs> a big one. <laughs> yeah, um, to take it all the way back, we started playing when we were very young, but our first team was nine years old, mm -hmm. about, um, in a community team. Everyone made the team, that kind of thing. But we started playing because our older sisters were playing sports and we played other sports as well, but we've always been in the gym, either watching or doing other things when we're supposed to be watching, but uh, always around basketball. And then, yeah. Yeah, and then we, we just started yeah. to love it. We played it, then we got good at it. And you know, that just gets the ball rolling. Um, we both went to university in the United States on scholarships, so, uh, but we went to different schools. So I went to the University of Utah in Salt Lake City for four years, and Catherine went to Marquette University in Wisconsin, so opposite sides of the country. Yeah, we were like, bye, see you. <laughs> <laughs> it was real nice. It was good. Yeah, and then that's when we kind of figured out, like, playing pro was an actual option because we didn't know any pro players growing up, like female basketball players. Um, yeah. Just because not a lot came out of our city. And it was just starting to be a big thing where players went down to the States to, to play college, basketball, yeah. to go to university. So um, yeah, from there I got drafted to the Seattle Storm after my senior year. And then we both went to Europe to play pro. So. <laughs> And I mean, where's your professional career taking you? I mean, obviously, you're just in France. Where else have you been? 
Uh, my first year I was actually in Romania. So um, that was a challenge in itself because it was a super new country for me. Um, I actually, one of my teammates in college was Romanian. And when she heard I was going there, she laughed. <laughs> but uh, it was a good experience. It's not the top league, but there's, um, there was actually a lot of American players in that league. So to go from U.S. college to that league, it was an easier transition because I was kind of used to how they played. Um, but then after that, I went to France. And Michelle's been in France for her whole career. So Yeah, I just keep moving around cities doing it. <laughs> So about the same teams or different? Different teams. I've played on four different teams in the last five years. Um, and the club I'm in now, we're, we're a EuroLeague team and we're also like one of the top French teams. And I, this will be, I'm going back next September, hopefully when the season starts. So it will be my third uh, season with this team. Um, have you played any of the like 3x3 French national team players or I mean... Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, two of them are on my team in France. You're joking. Mia, yeah. this past who was teammate. just on your show, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. true, yeah. yeah. So I played with her and uh, Marius Peget. Yep, yep. So uh, they were both on my team this year. And there's a, there's actually a bunch of um, women's 3x2 players in the French League. So we know we've yeah. played with a handful of them. Also, um, maybe Mbuyamba. MB, She's also has played. Yeah, so all those girls, we see them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just letting them know that you guys dominated. <laughs> Occasionally. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, let, let's transition into, into 3X3 world. I mean, obviously, um, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys were sort of rookies last year in that regard. And strip it all back, yeah, you guys represented Canada in, in five and four, traditional 5 and 5 and, in that regard. But... I guess you took the the Women's World Tour by storm as the first time they've ever done it, um, winning the last four um, tournaments. I mean, pretty sure yeah, scoring 14 points, you know, in a, in a final was an incredible feat. So well done in that regard. But I mean, how did you even get into the, yeah, the sport of 3x3? Yeah. Um, well, we, more recently, um, one of our friends, Steve Sir, he plays on the men's side. Um, and we had worked out with him when we came home from our pro seasons a few, like five or six years ago, four or five years ago. And he's been, you know, he made it kind of known in our city and in Canada, really. Um, but even before that, they would have three, three X three tournaments in the summers. And we would always play in them. Like we were like 10, 11, 12 years old. This was a while ago. But like, we liked it. It's so fun. It's like street ball. You no can, blood, no foul. No blood, no foul. So sometimes there's blood and there's still no foul. Still. <laughs> but um, yeah, more recently we got back into it because um, you know he was playing, and so we just watched him on this on the on the tour, and yeah, we were like, that looks super fun. Yeah, we were kind of, we were also transitioning out of five on five, and so on the national team uh, with the five on five national team, and so this was we just jumped into it going from one to the other there was really no break not that we needed one immediately but uh it was something that we could get right into and seize that opportunity so yeah plus we knew like the french girls um because we we had played against them already before so we were kind of like oh 
this track. You're doing very well. And I think we could do better. I think we could do well also. For sure. So, I mean, let's talk about that World Series. I mean, I think your first tournament, you finished fourth. And then, um, and we'll, we'll touch on that in a little bit, the, the, I guess that motivation of qualifying for the Olympics. But that first tournament and then seeing that transition, obviously, how are your experiences with the World Series? Is the first time FIBA's ever done it. Um, you know, to how did your squad develop? You know, I mean, I'm, you guys obviously were involved, but yeah, I mean, how did that, how did that go from the start of the tour to the end? Oh, man. It was a whirlwind. It was a whirlwind. Even um, starting the team, mm-hmm. we, we essentially started a team um, because Canada didn't have a project to make a national team. And so we wanted to do it and we knew it was going to be kind of mostly our responsibility to um, get into the World Series if we wanted to play in it. So we found players we never played with or knew, <laughs> asked them if they wanted to be on our squad, and they said yes. We were like, oh, <laughs> great, great. We have 48 hours to turn in our roster. <laughs> so we learned a lot. We learned a lot. But um, it came, we met one of our teammates at the first tournament we played in in Turin, Italy. And mm-hmm. even our first game, was a shocker yeah. um, because we hadn't we hadn't been training with a team obviously until the tournament because it was put together so late for us we were just jumping into it and so that first taste was like oh we have some things to learn yes 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 <laughs> but even by the third even or not the third game but even by the end of just that tournament it's like 3x3 is really getting a feel for you know the rhythm and the style and yeah. Um, you know, thankfully, the game in Canada is very motion-like, so it's just like reading, reading your teammates, reading the ball, and making plays, so that I think helped us, and just we had, you know, smart players who could do that already, so it wasn't like um, we had to learn a lot of new set plays or anything, it was just getting a feel for each other, Yeah. Um, so time obviously helped us out there but breaking my hand in the first tournament did not did not help oh wow um yeah. shooting hand or non-shooting hand no my non-shooting hand but okay yeah it was there, but still the, still recovering no she played this season. no i played um i played in the tournament six weeks later because i was really <laughs> trying to qualify for the olympics yeah of so course. it was in the semi it was yep. in the quarterfinal the quarter there's no corners. Did we, no, but the semifinal. Yeah, yeah. I was in the semifinal. Anyways, I broke it. I didn't know it was broken. Finished that game, then played the next game, and then we went. And to the, then we went to the emergency hospital. room into interim. So, so then we had to introduce new players into the team, and um, like every tournament was uh, a, new, a new team. A new team, yeah. but also everyone took the responsibility to improve their own game because we were going back home to different parts of Canada. Um, so we never actually got a chance to really practice as a team. Um, but everyone was so on board. Like our teammates are just amazing. Yeah. Um, and these women are like so all in, which is what we all we were looking for because we were all in. So um, we really grew as a team. And when we got back together in Prague, we just like dominated. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was- and it's incredible. Like you talk about that very first tournament, 
I don't think until you play the game, you, mm-hmm. you, you can actually truly understand how different it is from five on five. Like there's obviously the skill aspect. You got to put a ball in a hoop and you got to be able to guard someone. But I think, yeah, until you actually get immersed in it, even when I played five five, I played a professional career for 10 years and watched on the, you know, like on TV, some other guys. And I was like, well, it's not that hard. And then until the physical component, and as you're right, like the injury sort of side, you can't sub out and sub someone else in and start of a tournament. And we played with someone that played with a, a torn groin. What have you found as the, like, I guess the, the biggest difference, obviously you've touched on it, the physicality. <laughs> you can go from one tournament to getting fouls and not, you know, getting cold. But I mean, what have you guys found? And then how have you, I guess, believe your strengths in five and five translated to the three X three game? Um, I think the the most challenging part for me when I when we started was um, like taking your shots because I'm like a calculated person in what shots to take, and so in three x three it just moves so fast. You got to take the open shot. You can't wait around for the perfect shot. And so, um, just like understanding that you're gonna miss a lot of shots, but you're also gonna take a lot of shots. Um, so that was kind of like it took time for me to adjust to that, but also it's so much fun because you get the ball in your hands all the time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just the pace. It was just the pace is different. Like there's no stopping. Mm-hmm. And when you stop, it's like for four seconds and then you just keep going for 10 minutes. And it was like physically like so much harder for me than a five on five 90 minute, like, game it was so so hard like conditioning wise I was like I've never after that first term I felt like I'd been run over by a semi-truck like everything hurt I was like this is difficult but I mean I I couldn't agree with you more and when they when they say how do you prepare for it like I've been asked at a junior level and I'm like, I don't know if you actually physically can. It's yeah. like, well, let me run through some for 45 minutes. Like, <laughs> I remember that our training camp was after we just won a championship. And the very first drill was like, it was, the, and it's when you talk about street ball, it's like your very first drill. Throw the ball up and see who can grab it and put it back in. Like, and you do that for <laughs> however long you can. Um, yeah, you're right. It is such but I think that's why we love it though as well it's different um yeah everyone I love that like you know for five on five you're a role player you stand in the corner waiting for your shot like you can't hide in this game you've got to guard every single person it's it is um now it is awesome now where was your favorite spot of all those world series tours obviously you won four four championships but yeah talk to me about that oh well I um being in Canada was great yeah we did in our hometown we hosted the last um stop which was really cool because our family and friends and it was in the mall and that was a really cool atmosphere Mm -hmm. other than that I really like Prague just like so many people stopped to watch and like the stands were just always filled and I mean I don't think they expected that because they like they didn't set up as many stands um 
what was it, the Friday? We played Friday, Saturday, and the men's was Saturday, Sunday. And, like, they weren't expecting fans to stop because it was just the females playing on one day. Yeah. And it was, like, packed, like, all the time because it's right in the middle of, like, the street. It's, yeah. like, beautiful. It was mm. hot in the summer, but it was really cool. Yeah. It is that. a dynamic. Sorry, yeah. what was that? Oh, I was just agreeing with that. Yeah, Prague was Yeah, it's, and it's funny, you think, you know, like I've seen my first watching of 3x3 was in a, um, a stadium in Philippines, like the World Cup. But then the very first time I'm playing in is in a street ball tournament in Puerto Rico, like, you know, like on the street. But, and you get that, like, the, that's the highest view, like, visitor rate. Like, you, the tournaments I played in Manila or China are just in a shopping center. Yeah. Um, it's a bit weird to get there and you're like, oh, I'm walking into a stadium. And then you're like, play a game, get done in 10 minutes. Now, I want to touch on, obviously, and, and that was the motivation, you touched on it, the World Series Tour um, was to try and qualify for the Olympics. And similar to, to us, the Australian men's team, um, yeah, quite. And I was reading an article and it's, it's funny how um, I'd be saying I was naive and um, maybe thinking, yep, best teams, you win Asia Cup, you're qualifying, and that obviously is your motivation. Talk to me about that in terms of yeah, winning for, um, similar to us, not qualifying. And so there's a lot of disappointment. And I guess I want to touch on where to now, I guess, for you girls, um, because, yeah, I mean, it'd, it'd be a shame. You know, like I feel like you guys are going to be the future of 3x3 basketball, the way you guys have dominated. But hey, talk to me about, I guess, that initial disappointment but then yeah I mean where to now for Canada basketball in 3x3 yeah yeah we had the exact I don't know if you're quoting you or me but it sounded exactly the same like we no when we, I was reading I was like did I write that or oh. <laughs> no but really we we said um we knew it was going to be close we obviously yeah. didn't know the maybe all the rules how it all works I, yeah yeah um but we I was just so like I couldn't logically think that like if you are one of the best teams they just wouldn't let you in <laughs> but um but yeah that was our motivation and it was obviously super um super disappointed we were like shocked um like I'm sure like I'm sure you were you guys went through the same thing but um I met like we went to a world women's world series meeting. They held one. Yes. I see now that they've changed the ways that they count ranking points with yeah. the top 50 players. Um, so things are changing, which is good going forward. Um, I don't think we know the, what the future exactly holds because it was just so different the way we did it last summer because we weren't, I mean, we technically were under Canada basketball, but we did it all ourselves. We self-funded ourselves. Yeah. Um, so now that it's in the spotlight, so to speak, like there's more light shed on the sport, uh, which is what one of our goals yeah. was as well, was just to bring the sport uh, more attention, especially for females. Um, it, now that Canada basketball is more involved, they have hired someone to be the director. Um, it's not really in our hands at this point. We kind of have to wait and see what, um, what plan they have. 
I would like to continue playing 3x3 because it's super fun. I think it improved my five on five game just because you get to do so many things. Um, what do you think? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I did go. I did go to a meeting with the about the world series after the series, and I had I walked away with some understanding on why they had certain rules, but even they knew that some things we're not gonna stick and unfortunately we were mm. caught in a year where these nothing were made sense. nothing made sense um but i understand more i still don't agree with all the rules but they obviously are trying to do the best they can to get it or they yeah. were doing the they can to get it into the olympics in the first place um whatever way they had to do that so um, I mean, I'm glad it's in the Olympics, and it's going to be hard to take it out of the Olympics now. So, yep, we'll see how yeah. it goes. We'll see how it goes. Now it's, it's an, for sure. It's an interesting thing, and and there's no doubt. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you put Australia, Canada in it, and there's unfortunately maybe some some nations that may have been preparing for four years for mm -hmm. that opportunity. Um, that. Yeah, realistically, wouldn't be able to compete just because of size and all that sort of stuff, but then aren't afforded that opportunity that they may have been working for for four years. But it is mm. a tough thing. And you talk about motivation because, like, it's incredible you guys self funded that um, for the chance to represent your country at the Olympics, the highest honor. So I commend you guys for that. And obviously, condolences just because I'm the exact <laughs> same in that regard. You want to be able to do that. Yeah. But um, yeah, tip my hat off to you. Where, I mean, do you see that? Do you, do you want to be in that pathway, juniors coming up? I mean, obviously there's, you know, after the Olympics, who, you know, there, there's, who knows what happens this year with COVID-19 and, and the world tour and all that sort of stuff. You obviously said you want to be, but do you want to be involved in the sort of the junior pathway and, um, you know, see that game grow? I mean, I obviously think the world tour is a really good step in terms of, um, yeah, growing the game in women's sports, which I think is utmost important. Importance. I mean, have you? Uh, what? Are you, how are you guys trying to grow that game back in Canada? Um, yeah, we would. We we were just well, just as in before COVID nineteen. But we usually have a we host a Ploof Hoops camp, like our annual basketball camp for high school age girls and and use yeah. girls and boys and we were talking earlier this year about uh just like integrating 3x3 or maybe doing a camp and a 3x3 tournament on the side or just going to calgary which is a city not far away and doing the same thing there um just because it's so fun and it's so helpful for young players to develop their skills and also just to have fun with it because especially young kids when they start playing five and five basketball it's obviously going to be you know the best kids that touch the ball the most or you know there's just not that um equal equilibrium among all five players it's just never going to happen so um that's why we love it for kids like our nephew he's seven years old and he played um he just went to his first basketball team this past year and like once they got past, because they worked up to like four on four, four is too many for that age. Like three is the maximum you should have. 
So we just want to integrate it just starting there. And if Canada, I mean, if they need ambassadors to promote the game, like I would be, I would be happy to do that because I just think it's a great opportunity. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah, I, I go for junior levels. I've been saying it so much. I, I actually think it's a legitimate pathway for juniors, like to, to learn the game. Like I've, I remember when I was five, five, six years old playing, like I couldn't even let alone run and dribble basketball. Um, and then as you got better, if you were skillful, you could completely dominate if you were 11 years old exactly. because like other people couldn't. But yeah, if they're in three, the size of the court, you don't have to play the, there's no way you're replicating a 3x3 um, tournament at a 10-year-old kid and calling no fouls. But the, yeah, the no. reason why... Um, you play the game. I, I want to um, ask you one more thing before before we wrap it up. Um, how enjoyable has it been playing alongside each other? Yeah, I'm not sure if you've done it on the professional circuit, but to play alongside each other as sisters. Um, and I guess, yeah, put women's basketball on the map in, in terms of Canada and, and all that regard. I mean, um, I remember looking on the outside and every time there was a, um, yeah, social media, you know, post it was Palouse sisters winning another tournament and, you know, all that sort of stuff. How, how's it been to, to share it alongside each other, I guess? Yeah, super special. We haven't, I guess we played together um, during the summer with the 505 national team, but we didn't get to play on the court at the same time for a lot of time. So most times, most times. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we never did that actually. <laughs> we did. But it's been super fun. We haven't played together in years like this. So um, I'd say the connection is still present. It's definitely still. From the first game. But um, yeah. it's been fun because um, she's a great teammate. So I love playing with her. And also, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, if we were to play on this, we, we said that we would might want to play on the same five-on-five five team one day. This was before 3x3. But um, this is a funner pass, so maybe we'll just keep this. Yeah, maybe we'll just, <laughs> yeah, it's honestly just so – it's so fun. And, like, even when I was injured um, and I was at home, and I, but I watched all the games, obviously, and, like, she, I was just watching her dominate, like, when she scored 17 points against the Netherlands, and I was like – she is so good like (laughs) big fans of each other and it's just it's just super special that's why I think also we were so um excited to possibly qualify and go to the Olympics because it would have felt completely different um than with the 515 team just because it was like our baby like we formed it and we were going to like bring the team um somewhere it's never been before because it hadn't been done but um yeah it was a super special summer no nah, that's awesome sibling rivalry are you, are you obviously <laughs> yeah. holding each other's accountable i mean i'm sure if you're, you're like hey give me the ball <laughs> that's enough <laughs> no if she's hot just i'll be like okay I'll just yeah. you, i guess <laughs> yeah yeah nah, that's awesome uh, well, Catherine, Michelle, thank you so much for your time. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure um, and to learn a little bit more about yourselves, about your journey. Um, but then on behalf of uh, the team here at 3X3 Hustle and 
um, Australia team. We, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed you guys doing um, doing so well. Um, good luck, in, uh, I guess, whatever the future holds in that regard. But I think it's a no-brainer that Canada basketball will um, have you involved in any way. But obviously, I think your careers are quite young too. So it's not the next Olympics, who knows, but they're, they're following. But um, congratulations on everything you've done. Um, and I thank you for joining me. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for Thanks, having Greg. us. Thanks for having us. Uh, it was a pleasure. And thanks, uh, guys, everyone, for tuning in. You can tune in via our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, and as well as all your social, uh, sorry, your podcast outlets, Spotify, YouTube, or iTunes. But thank you again, guys, uh, and stay safe out there.